G'day guys, welcome to Talking League, we're a weekly NRL fantasy podcast, I'm your host TK, I'm here with my main man, g'day Andy. How you going TK? <clears throat> Doing better than you. <laughs> oh, was just, it was terrible, wasn't it? Oh, but at least right. you're in the top four still, mate. Yeah, yeah, I think Manly just wanted it a lot more, and um, yeah, a couple of players just went lacking, um, mainly Wacker Blake. <laughs> <laughs> Give us a few opportunities though, hopefully that Neocora will come back into the team, because they definitely need him on that right edge. That defensive mindset on him, hey. I think I think um, he's one more week on his suspension. I think he got two, so I think he's been gone for two weeks. So oh, should be back this week. Yeah. yeah, he's back this week. So today on the show, Corby's on rep duties again with his with his team. They got the school comp in Wollongong this weekend, and so tonight we'll be doing the classic performances, studs and duds. Little update on injuries and suspensions, our round 11 burning questions, and our trade targets for round 12. But Andy, both of us did pretty well this week, both cracking a thousand. Your boy, Walshy, helped both of us get in there and have a really nice performance. But how'd you go in general? Yeah, not too bad. I think I scored uh, 1,016. Mm. The only thing that stuffed me with two players that sort of um, done me over was was Sam Walker with six. It was a bit unfortunate. Yeah. And uh, this one really hurt me even more. <laughs> I, uh, I had to drop Braden Burns to pick up a center. And because it was late notice, I had... Um, I had no options to pick up. It was only Wonga Blake in that price range. So <laughs> I literally got, got worse points. I got minus five and seven zero. That Braden Burns would have got me. So, yeah, that hurt me a lot. Wow. Well, I went pretty well too. I got 1,059 and I've moved up a little bit more in rank, so 397. But Sam Walker, he really, really hurt me. And then the other one was Jerome Hughes pulling out very, very late on, I think it was Friday that he pulled out. So hopefully he's only a week out with, I think it was – it was his calf, I think, which is never that great anyway. But still a nice, nice little round. The only thing I'm worried about now is Angus Crichton. He was just on the Matty Johns show, and apparently he's going to fight the charge at judiciary because they played okay. it, and it was so soft. It was literally the half coming through, and then he's knocked him over after his. But there was literally nothing in it. Like I think there's a bit of an overreaction. But I guess when I go through the all the suspensions this week, the big thing to keep in mind too. It's just because they're not getting suspended this week. The ones that are getting just the slap on the wrist with the fines, that's still going on their record. So had he not – he's had a couple of those already this year. Had he not had those, he probably could have got away with – it got worse because of the, the loading. The grading, yeah. Mm. So it's quite interesting. But, Andy, let's kick it off with our uh, studs. How good is this bloke? Studs, mate, who you got first? Oh, look, look, big mention to the Cleary, but I'm just going to have to go with, with Tommy Turbo. Honestly, how how good is he? he mm. In my opinion, he is he has to be the New South Wales blue for fullback. He he shits on Teddy at the moment. Um, he's just too good. What he had ninety fancy points. Look, these stats: one try, two try assists, three hundred meters, eight <laughs> tackle breaks, one line break, four line break assists, and two offloads. He's just he's the everything man. He just he's just everywhere. He creates so much an attack, and yeah, he just destroyed our right side. Our right side edge so yeah, uh, yeah Tommy Turbo it hurts me to say it because he put it on my team but yeah he's be starred this week well sticking on the fullback flavour I've got Mr Heath Ledger himself Nico Hines very similar to Turbo just glides across the field tackle breaks galore it's got 101 I actually brought him in late so I just thought the cash grab especially when I heard Bellamy say that Pups is still three or four weeks away as soon as he I said that I go there's a good month of 
good money just to be made here. And you could nearly flip him back for Pups when Pups is back, I reckon. Oh, he's making that much coin, surely. Yeah. For 206 metres, 13 tackle breaks, a try assist, a line break, a try save, two line break assists, five goals. The boy's got some game, and he's still pretty cheap now. I know he's going to put a hell of a lot of money on, but if you're looking for that, you know, we thought earlier in the season Tex Hoy could probably do it, but this guy is not a backup. Like, Tex Hoy is still a backup up-and-comer. This guy is a very solid player. He's a first grade to start. He starts any other team, or not every other team, but most teams in NRL at the moment. Yeah, he'd probably captain Cronulla, that's for sure. <laughs> hey, yeah. you got to win, mate. <laughs> Don't knock your boy. <laughs> All right, let's move on. <laughs> Dud time, Andy. I think I think uh, you know who I'm going to say already, but yeah, the old boy, Waka Blake, he was, um, yeah, that was horrendous. Minus five fantasy points, six missed tackles, <laughs> and he's just poor reads in defence. Uh, it was just so bad, but yeah, and that send off as well didn't help his um his case. I think he doesn't play even when he gets back from suspension. I think Rada definitely keeps his spot. Um, not that I'm the main coach at all, but that's what I would do. Well, I think it's the first time in history that Parramatta fans liked getting him. They might as well have played with twelve men. The way Honestly, he was yeah, <laughs> I was like, just get him off, send him <laughs> off for, for, the, for the game. We'll probably play better. Yeah, hundred percent. Well, mate, my one is Sammy Walker. So he's just mm. gone into a bit of a lull. TPJ really targeted him on on Saturday night. Four missed tackles there. Probably what's really concerning is he's only running for thirty meters, and this is a couple of weeks in a row, and his kick meters have just disintegrated last week he was really really low this week only 38 kick meters so he's not really taking charge as a halfback lamb is coming back in his last three average is 23 so the three date rule in reverse like i'm kind of seeing self signals especially seeing that we've made 300k we'll talk to, talk about him a little bit later in the show but mm. he's a massive concern for me yeah i think that that six is really scares you for any like he's already made 323k so i think yeah, like we said, we'll touch on it later, but I think he, he could be some cell warning signs there. Yeah, for sure. All right, Andy, what we'll do before we rip into these questions is injuries and suspensions. So, <clears throat> excuse me, Harry Grant, he was on SEN the other day on Friday, and he said he's out for another four weeks with that hamstring. So probably going to miss – this is coming out of his own mouth. So wow. that's quite interesting. Craig Bellamy, as I did say, says probably another four, three to four weeks for Pups. Uh, Charles Nickel Clockstead that announced today he needs neck surgery. So he's out for the year. So he's gone. And then suspensions, Victor Radley, four to six weeks. Angus Crichton's going to fight it, but he's looking at two weeks. Chris Smith from the Doggies, one week. Sione Katoa, the Bulldogs one, is one week. Uh, Tyson Gamble, one to two weeks. Matt Lodge, one week. Moini Harotti, one week. Joshy Dugan, one week. Josh Kerr, one to two weeks. Teague Wilton, one week. Jason Tamulolo, two weeks. Lachlan Burr, two weeks. <laughs> Fines for the following players. Esan Masters, Dylan Napa, Bo Furmore, Jamal Fogarty, Corey Waddell, Joseph Manu, David Mead, Elliot Whitehead, Paul Vaughan, and Ellie Katoa. What is going on? That's, <laughs> that's horrendous. It wasn't quite a week on the injury front. The only other two that, that really I noticed was Elliot Whitehead with his finger, so he might need surgery. And apparently Tommy Starling did his ankle as well. So for Tommy Starling owners, that could be a little bit of trouble there as well. But Andy, I'm, I got a sore throat just from reading that out, mate. Geez, a judiciary must be, they must go to a, till three o'clock in the morning with <laughs> people they've got there. That's ridiculous. They might need multiple. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, mate. We're going to have to have 
We're going to have to write a letter to fantasy saying we need two trades every week at this stage. This <laughs> <laughs> is not fair. Yeah, 100%. All right, let's rip in some questions, mate. We're both holders of Angus Crichton here, Andy. So he's probably looking at two weeks. So we've had a, quite a few of these guys have these weird sort of two weeks, like Fafita's just cop one. Momorowski had a three-weeker the other week. And just this really weird sort of time frame, especially with someone that's smashing so much of your salary cap. What do you, What's your thoughts on is it a hold? Uh, I think if you have cover or decent cover for him on the bench, um, you could probably hold him. But I'm not, I'm in a bit of strife, so my only cover is Armel. Mm. But I, I don't think he's going to get as much points um, with like a 30 or high 30 average. So I'm thinking, I'm even just thinking I might have to punt him. If he just if he's out for the two games, uh, I might have to because there's two games plus Origin and then the Origin period. Yeah. Um, then I said to either pick up. Um, Go for a like you mentioned earlier, like a Smith or um, yeah, I don't know. I have to do some research, but yeah, I think he might be a sell for me. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. I do want to hold. It's just my other cover for mid was Peach, and Peach mm-hmm. is suspended a week, so it's just not the best timing. And the other thing is, we brought in Ryan Madison, didn't we? Considering yeah, I know they're just they're running out of edges, the New South Wales Blues, because you'd think that before this week, Radley was going to start at thirteen, which would mean that Cam Murray and Isaiah Yo would probably be one of the backups on the bench, right? And they can cover edge. So mm. I was pretty secure in the fact that probably Frizzell and Crichton would be the edge starters. Yeah, you'd think so. But now they've kind of pushed into a situation. I think Ryan Madison didn't do himself much favours today because out of all the games, I, th- I thought today he was minutes. a little bit poor. The first one he got subbed off because he got he got grapple tackled, so it was a free interchange, so they took him off. But then the second one, I was surprised, especially when they needed points, They'll take their gun back row off, which was kind of strange. So I'm I'm a little bit worried that he might still be in contention there. Yeah, they took off Reed and uh, Madison, so I'm not too sure. If Brad Arthur's just gone. We already lost it. Pull them off, or, yeah. or I don't know. It's, it's a weird one, considering if he's want, trying to play himself into Origin, you think you want to be on the field for as long as possible yeah. and um, stay his claim. But it's unfortunate for us if he does make Origin because we were hoping he'd be winning because we all picked him up. But Yeah, for sure. Look, at least he plays around. To, oh, we'll see. Yeah, it really depends on Freddie, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. But what Angus's probably suspension does open up for me is the fact I don't think I have enough. I think I've got too many halves. Like, and it probably tells me that I probably do need to sell Sam Walker to get someone maybe with a jewel or something like that, just because I think this is going to happen again. So at least plan a little bit earlier for it. So while we're, while we're on that top, uh, topic, Sam Walker, so 551K here, Andy, he's made 323K, which is pretty good. So like I said, three-date re- reverse rule, he's done a 32, 33, and a six as his last three games. What's your thoughts on him? Oh, I'm... Th- Think and sell, hey, especially with Lockie Lamb back. Um, and like you said, 38 kick meters, that's that's pretty bad. They, they did get like dominated by the Broncos, but like you said, the 33 and then the 32 before that, before he's six, maybe other teams have figured him out or they've just sort of, they rush him so he doesn't got the amount of time he's got. But uh, for the price he is now and the price he's made, you, if you sell him, you've, you've made 323K and you could pick up a drink water or something for almost a straight spot. Well, you're right. Um, he's, he's got he's that been, jewel too. He's right? been, yeah, he's got that winger fullback half jewel. So, and he's been in some stellar form um, with the Cowboys going so well. So, yeah, I, I think he's a he's a uh, a sell for me. Yeah, I want to be conservative in my trades, but I think I do need, like I said, I do need to kind of balance out my team a little bit better. 
So I think for me, I'm going to take that 300K off the table and we'll go through a few options later in the show. But the next one, Andy, we've both been pretty well served by the guy that uh, you got him in draft as, as well, and that's Reese Walsh. So you picked him up quite – you picked him up first week that he came in too, didn't you, in Classic? Yeah, in Classic I picked him up because it was a bit of a um, – I think I was, I was trying to get someone. I didn't have him in, but then I need I, – I think it was Latrell Mitchell was actually Suspend. out. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I needed to wing a fullback. So I picked him up just hoping he had a chance and then – had a blinder, so I've had him from the base price, which is good. Uh, and if he's starting fullback, geez, how do you how do you not pick him up? And I don't think it's too late for him either. Yeah, like, he's he, just he, a joy to watch, isn't he? Like he yeah, is an oh, actual joy to watch. I was watching, I was watching it with Mrs. Um, it was weird because she was watching football, <laughs> and uh, I was just literally just going, "What?" I was just shocked at the plays this 18-year-old kid is making, like the cutout balls and then the cutout to the right that got intercepted and then he throws the exact same pass a little bit higher. Like the confidence of the kid to do that, that's unbelievable. Yeah, I love watching the step and he doesn't mind some contact as well. So 406K, he'll probably put on another 50K. He's averaging 51 over his five games. The only thing is he is owned by 30% of people. So yeah. I think this is kind of your last week to really get on, isn't it? So. Yeah, because look, like you said, it, it's he, he's probably not a. It could be a keep. I don't know, but um, he's already made a bit of cash, and like you said, it's it's now or never. I think. Yeah, it's one of those things that once you get in that that four hundred is just an awkward price, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, really exactly. awkward price, and that's the same thing with Nico Hines. The other guy we'll talk about. He started the round at four hundred and fifty eight k. He's going to put a monster because he was a break in of eight, excuse me, break even of minus nine or eight. So <sighs> with one hundred and one that he scored. It's like, wow, this guy could open in the mid-500s and you've kind of probably missed the boat on this one. But in saying that, if they're saying that Pups is out for a minimum of three or four weeks, you still do have a little bit of time, especially if he keeps that confidence he's showing. He's averaging 63 from his starting performances over the last five games. So I think the way that they're structured and the way that they play is just it's just he's going to score points. Well, he's the main man at the moment, isn't it? Hughes is out, Munster was out, and Harry Grant out. Like, you'd think that Melbourne would crumble, but he's just become that player that sort of they just can back up and rely on. Mm. I think we mentioned it a couple of pods ago. It, it is a major worry, and it's also probably turned me off perhaps towards the end of the season or um, anyone be like that because look, if yeah. they 100% going to rest perhaps or rest perhaps or Munster um, with any sort of niggling injury, with Nico Hines because they can. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's danger. No, I completely agree, mate. Now, next guy, sticking on this Storm flavor, and Brandon Smith, and he had an absolute blinder again, setting up a couple of tries. Again, 613K. He's a dual hooker mid. His last three average, 60. So he's hitting this three-date rule quite nicely, going through this origin period, and with Harry saying that he's out for another four weeks, he becomes even more important. And... To be honest, he's in my sights, Andy. What about yourself? Yeah, I like it, hey, because especially with my my Crichton um, debacle, mm. I've got Crichton in my mid, so I, and I've got a, I need a mid. So he, him at six hundred thirteen k, I think he's one hundred and forty k cheaper than what Crichton is now. So that's a I might be able to um, downgrade or sell a Crichton. Yeah, I'll talk about trades later, but yeah, I think. Um, I think he's he's pretty um, what's the word juicy. He's pretty cheesy. <laughs> he's 70, 63, 70, and forty nine. His last three scores. 
Uh, it's pretty good. And it's, like you said, he's, if Harry Green's out for four weeks, he's that starting hooker role. It's minimum 60 minutes where he's scoring some pretty good scores. And you've got Jerome Hughes is out, Munster's out. So he's, again, he's having to step up a bit more. Yeah, and he's only he's owned by 14%, which isn't too bad, especially it's better than Angus Crichton who's owned by like 24%. So as you did mention, the amount of spines that they've got and the quality of the different like, – it's, it's incredible. Like I don't know what's going on down there, but – He's not even really their starting hooker. Like, it's just crazy. But I, I'm, yeah, if I can work out, just depending on how much money Sam Walker loses from this game, mm. like at the moment, I'll be able to swap him. It depends on how much Cheese makes. If he makes 20 grand and Sam Walker loses 20 grand, well, I can't make the trade because I've got about 80K in the bank. So, but uh, I'm just not sure. So I'm really, really hoping that they don't move around too much and I will or straight swap for the cheese if I can't afford it. Well, his break-even was 34, so he's only got an extra 30 points over that, so he might not raise too much in price. Yeah, let's hope not. All right, last guy, Andy, Jaden Braley. He had a low, a season low this week of 45. He did come with a lot of demerits, though. Five missed tackles, which is unusual for him, and also one penalty. So what's that, 12? So had he not had he done a normal game, he probably would have hit a 57. But Corbs brought it out the week before. He hit a 64, but he scored a try which kind of pushed him from a 40s to a 60s. So it's quite a, It's just one of those things that it is noticeable that last couple of weeks he has dropped back, and the form of the Knights actually has dropped back as well. But again, 795K, he's made nearly 400K. I think that's the best in fantasy. Still averaging 67, but is he on your radar? Because for me, he was a, a keeper, but he's kind of losing that tag a little bit now. I think last two or three weeks, he might have had a bit of a form slump, but I think it's, it's just gone with the Knights. I, mm. I, I still think it's a keeper, considering the next closest hooker is Reed Marnie at 62 fantasy points. And then below that is Damien Cook at 57. Yep. So he's 67 at the moment. Yes, he had a, a massive, uh, uh, awesome start with 80s and 70s every now and then, but I still think he's a keeper, considering the, the amount of, poor hooker choices at the moment. Yeah, that, you, and, you, that, that's the thing, isn't it? We don't have much options. Yeah, that's it. Until after origin time when Harry Grant and Damien Cooks or they start thinking about end game, start playing. When Grant plays 80 minutes, for sure, pick Harry Grant. But at the, at the moment, he's still probably the best hooker to have. Yeah, totally agree. So I think still a hold, Jaden Brown, until he can get some some good options. Even up across Coruscant, like he's literally not doing anything because mm. – He's just not doesn't defending. need to. Yeah. <laughs> He's just absolutely not doing anything at all. All right, that was the burning questions for this week, and we'll talk a little bit more about it all on the Tuesday show, I'm sure. But let's have a look at trade targets for this week because it is going to be a very important week. I guess we are burning trades, Andy, but still, we've still got to tick our sides along and still compete as much as we can as well. So who's your who's in your thoughts this week for trades? Uh, well, my main one will probably... <laughs> um, Fix out my Walker Blake trade. <laughs> <I was> still, <laughs> I can't believe you did that. I was still kicking myself. I was just sort of, yeah. I was at a poor moment. <laughs> Had a big night and just wasn't thinking straight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then possibly it might be a Crichton and Walker Blake out, and I'll try and think about someone bringing in. So, but with the main one, it might just be a Crichton to possibly, I'll have a look at Smith because, mm. like you said, if Grant's out for games that's him he's even grant origin period that's smith a hooker yeah and he, he's been killing it there lately so i think he's got some good stats or <clears throat> uh there's another smoky could be uh aiden tolman 
Yeah, you've been ta- actually, you've been talking about him for a few weeks now. Yeah, he's actually like he's getting the minutes now, so like he's getting a bit of form. We cranked so, we cranked out what seventy one minutes on the weekend, didn't he? Yeah, seventy one minutes. So like, and his his last three average is fifty five fantasy points, and he's only five hundred seventy eight k. Uh, yeah. He's only and guess how much he's owned by zero point three percent. So he's he's actually a pretty good pod. Um, that could actually swing my decision, but I think I'm thinking Smith's probably still better there. He's got a bit more upside mm. considering he's playing the hooker role and he has that that hooker spot for four weeks. Yeah, while um Grant's out, I think Aiden Tolman is the total opposite of someone like a Reese Walsh. Right, like he's not a joy to watch. <laughs> no, like no. he's slow. He makes his tackles, but. He's not going to get you off the, your, your seat. Right? He's a workhorse that just does his job. Yeah. He's just the one speed the whole time. There's no change. Yeah. Considering, but you know what? I, uh, another player who is actually fun to watch. Were you watching the Parry game? Mm-hmm. Nathan Brown. See how, how he, hard he, he runs that ball. Well. I don't know how. It's just like running through a brick wall. He's unbelievable. <laughs> That's a player to watch. I didn't score that well in fantasy, but. Nah, he gives his heart and soul, that's for sure. Just the one trade there, do you reckon, for the weekend? I think I'll, I'll probably have to do the one, um, considering actually we'll just decide about judiciary and see what happens on the Tuesday. But for now, I think it might just be the, the one um, with... No, I'll probably have to go two. <laughs> I'll have to reverse my Blake trade. Oh, no. All right, trade targets for me. And I will be selling Sam Walker. I've just got to decide. I do want Brandon Smith, but I, that's my first option. But that would be decided by whether I can get that cash issue sorted. But the other guy I want to, I'm sure that Murata Niokoro is going to be back in the Parramatta team. He's, again, awkward price, but a little bit cheaper. Save some cash. 486K right now. He does mm. average 40. He's got the mid and the center tag as well, which I kind of like. Because then it just does solve issues like this if you get an issue in the centers or an issue in mids. Because, like, realistically, I think you can carry a mid or a center that averages 40 or 45, like at least one of them. So I think that will solve a few different problems. And probably the other guy I'm looking at is probably Keon Kolomatangi because he's got the edge and also the mid dual <clears throat> capture. He's at 545K. So we'll be able to afford him as a straight swap. And then possibly bringing in the cheese the following week when Walshie goes to origin. So that's that's the other option. But I, I don't want to miss Brandon Smith because I know he's going to make some good points over the next few weeks. So just the one? Yeah, just the this one. This week? I'm running because I had to make those two. I didn't want to even trade this week. But no, never did I. <laughs> but when you, when you see the bargains and you see someone like, you know, Nico Hines, he was lick, like, you had to, I had to take it. And then we see the other one, Reese Walsh. You know, I was waiting. My, my buy signal was when, Brownie confirms that he needs to be in the 13. So, and he's starting fullback, yeah. Yeah, and he gave us well, the best indication. And you can't, you don't beat those performances, can you? The only trade I would have made to start would have been a possible RTS to Nico Hines. Yeah, yeah. But I thought I made the right decision when he when RTS scored 61. Uh, Nick minute, Nico Hines joins a 100 club. So, <laughs> yeah, like you can't win them all, can you? No, you can't. But the thing is, like, as well, with Reese Walsh, because he's got the round 17 by, like, I was going to have to make a decision down the road to get some more round 17 players in. So I'm kind yeah, of like okay. borrowing the trade from like a future TK. Like, 
like like when the every beer you have, you're only upsetting future future Andy or TK. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Andy, that was the show for today. Sorry for everyone that did tune, try to tune in on Facebook Live. <laughs> a few technical issues over there. We'll do some more testing, and hopefully, maybe Tuesday we'll try again. But before we let you leave, everyone get following Talking League on Talking League Pod on Facebook and Insta, Talking League One on uh, the Twitter, and please leave us any Apple reviews, and they'll be very, very handy. Andy, good to chat, and good to see you smash through the 1,000 Club again, mate. Thanks, mate. Look, I was upset about the Facebook. I did have a shave for everyone, but um, <laughs> yeah, look, I'll, show, off, I'll show, show that off when we go live next time. Yeah, for sure. All right, Andy, I'll check you on Tuesday, mate. See you, brother.